17 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tietrick. Hello, sir. Hi. That was awkward. I, I didn't know if you were just going to like lead into how you doing or if I was supposed to do the high thing. We don't really have a format here. We just bounce no, back and forth. Every we need week, to so. set some rules and then stick to it. Apparently. I mean, when Tom does the intro, it's really easy. I mean, he's a, a professional, ball. so. Yes. Um, hey, did you send him the paycheck, by the way? He's been texting me all week about it. I thought we agreed that you were covering our financials. I told you if you don't get it approved beforehand, there's no there's no payment going out. And I, you didn't submit a purchase order, so there's you know, nothing I can do, really. He's Canadian. He'll forgive us. It'll be fine. Yeah, I thought you I'll said you like, had just worked something out with him. Like, we didn't have to pay him. I mean, I sent him some food. And milk, but apparently that's not good enough for him. Okay. Apparently, you need money to survive. Who knew? Anyways, this is this is getting weird. All right, we're gonna move along. Okay. Oh, Cody, wait, real quick. I need to do a quick time fart and rewind time because I forgot at the top of the show I was going to announce that this is a special episode for Pride Month and we're going to have a special feature where we focus on games that we like that have really good queer representation. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, I did forget to mention it, so we had to go back in time to add that in there. So now let's get back to the show and we'll get to the queer stuff in just a little bit. Cody. Yeah. We got some exciting news. I don't really know if it's news, but just, hey, early warning for you guys. If you it's, were, a, it's an exciting announcement. It's an exciting announcement. Um, if you guys are listening to this, you know, on the day it releases or soon thereafter, you have time. Because this Friday, June 29th, we're having a community game night, and we're going to be playing Trials Fusion Um our goal is to start at 8 p.m. Central, which would be 9 Eastern. Um, so if you are interested in joining us, just uh, reach out to us and let us know. Twitter at Geekart Games, or you can email us at contact at geekartgames.com. Um, and so we picked Trials Fusion just kind of randomly because it's one of the free PS Plus games this month. And that way everybody would have free access to it. We don't want people to have to spend a bunch of money to come play games. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, Cody, I went ahead and downloaded it, and I started playing it. And I've been having a ton of fun with this game. Um, so you had never played any of the games? Trials games? I don't know if there's more than this game. There's, I'm pretty sure there's more. I played one on Xbox 360, but I watched a bunch of Trials Fusion played because it's a game youtubers like to play a lot so so uh... basically it's like motorcycle racing but it's a platformer and you're doing just like different tricks and going over obstacles on the bike and I was telling my friend Marcus at work about this. I'm like, this is so cool. It's like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, you know, like, that's what trials are. That's like a real thing. People do this in real yeah. life on their motorcycles. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. So I'm going to have to look that up and watch some of this stuff. Um, but this game is a lot of fun. And it's 
it's really simple in theory because you just have like your gas and your brake uh, are the triggers and then you use the left joystick to kind of lean forward or lean back on the bike to like keep your balance when you're going over different things um but it's really tricky and you can crash a lot um but it's i'm gonna warn you it's highly addictive apparently because i started playing it and then like i just i don't want to stop and it's kind of got that resogun type influence on me right now I know it's horrible because like I'll I'll be stuck on a certain trial and like I'll just be dying and dying and dying but like I'm having fun and I don't have a desire to stop playing it um, which is cool so I'm having a blast it turns out um, for each trial you have 30 minutes to complete it if you can't complete it in 30 minutes you just fail um, I found that out the hard way because in this one world that I just couldn't get past, I kept just restarting it. Um, I There's this part where you can get into little like warp worlds. And so you go hit this area and it warps you into this weird spot. And it's just these blocks that are floating in the air in these weird layouts. And so you have to do like really skilled jumps and stuff to like get across them and that thing was real hard obviously I didn't spend the whole 30 minutes in it because like I've been in the other part of the world for a while failing um but I was in this thing and you can crash as many times as you want because by the time my 30 minutes were up I'd crashed at least 250 times um so is, is that a made-up number or I told you that's no, how many times it tells you at the top how many times you've Holy crashed shit, Sam. so good god oh I'm telling you it's so hard because I mean you've got these blocks that are just like a little bit bigger than your bike so I mean you can't get a running start you just kind of have to do it and you have to like mm -hmm. kind of bounce up on your back tire and then switch over to your front tire um and then just hop up and do weird things so it's I never got past that one after that. I just The good thing is um, you just have to get a certain number of medals in each world and then it opens like the next world. So I think there's like eight trials in each world and the last one is usually really, really hard and you don't always have to complete that one if you have enough other medals. Um, so I like that I get to keep progressing. Um, the real fun thing, you can unlock a bike that is a horse and you, you're riding it as a, a cat who also seems to have a gun, which I don't think there's a reason for that. Because, I mean, there's... And there's do you no, really need a reason? No, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so so there's that. That's awesome. When you crash on that one, the cat makes this... When he, like, falls down, it's really cool. Uh, you can get fun masks and stuff or, like, outfits for your character. I was disappointed because there didn't seem to be any, like female characters that you can play or skins you can use which was disappointing but i'm still having fun with it and uh, i highly recommend it i think everyone should obviously if you have ps plus you should get your free game regardless but this one is a ton of fun you should get it and you should come play with us so and for all you people who are going to be joining us this friday be on your a game because sam's apparently been practicing a lot so yes. We're all I, at a disadvantage right now. I, I'm level 20 now. I've leveled up so many times. Fantastic. I'm not going to let you beat me in it, though. 
Coming well, for you, Sam. You better practice because it takes like it takes some getting used to. And like even now, it's like, I mean, in theory, I kind of have an idea of what I should do, but really I don't. Like I've gotten so used to it that I don't like think things out. It's just like my muscle memory is like, oh, here's how I should balance to do this. And it's just it's such a weird feeling. Uh, but I, I like it and it's great. So there you go. That's good. I'm excited to play it. So again, if you're interested in playing with us, just uh, reach out to us on Twitter at Geekart Games or email us at contact at Geekart Games. And I will probably be kicking some serious butt on Friday when we play Trials Fusion. <laughs> Cody's shaking his head, but he down. knows it's true. You better do some practicing first. So. Apparently. All right. Um, Cody, why don't you fill me in on some of the stuff you've been playing lately? You've been playing a lot of games. Yes, I've been playing a ton of games. Uh, so after E3, uh, actually it was the day of E3, Nintendo released Hollow Knight. Um, now let me start off by saying I hate the term Metroidvania. I don't. I just think it gets thrown out around a lot. And like, to be honest with you, I don't even know what the fuck it means. But that's how <laughs> I would describe this game: it's Metroidvania. <laughs> so I am what I hate. Um, <laughs> So you're this little like bug dude. It could possibly be a ghost wearing some bug clothes. Okay. And I'm not even past the first level at this point. I'm still like beating my head against the wall. Um, <laughs> because is the it also a roguelike? Not really. It's more of like it's like a the way I heard it described was a Metroidvania with a Dark Souls slash Bloodborne style. Um, saving or like you want to be saving all the time if you see a bench you want to be saving because if you die you go back to the last time you saved so if you saved at the beginning of the game and you're about like 30 minutes in and you die for the first time and teleport back 30 minutes later to the first checkpoint that, that sounds really sucks. horrible are there not uh, many benches or did you just miss your benches I didn't know that the benches were the save point, so I had missed. I had to like walk past two, just being like, I don't need to sit on the bench and rest. What? <laughs> um, and then a gigantic beetle boss picked my ass. So here at Geek Heart Games, we prefer to learn things the hard way. So. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I think there's a very interesting mechanics. So like how in Dark Souls, um, you can go back and pick up your souls. You can do a similar thing where you go back and have to fight a ghost version of yourself oh. and you get so when you attack monsters this little meter in the corner fills up and you can have six of these little circles fill up after the meter finishes that's how you heal yourself um okay. because like the orbs act like uh hell like health okay. orbs you're like stealing health from your enemies as you kill yeah, them yeah pretty much okay um so if you do that, you get all those back. That's pretty cool. Um, there's not a, like... Apparently, when you get later in the game, you get different, like, like a double jump and, like, different uh, abilities. But right currently, right now, I have nothing besides just a little stab with my sword. Um, by all rights, I should hate this game. <laughs> but the art style is so pretty, and the music is so good. I'm loving it, even though I suck at it, which has been a very big staple for me this year, is playing games I suck at, <laughs> but I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I've also realized I really should play Nintendo Switch games docked. Yeah. Because I feel like I would like enjoy Hollow Knight more if I was on a big screen. Yeah. So I need to do that, but like, 
there's just something convenient about playing in handheld mode. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna keep trying at it, and I'm eventually gonna get past the first level. If I keep playing after that, I guess you'll find out. How long have you been playing that you still haven't made it past the first level? Like, three hours. <laughs> That's like, dedication. Like, I get my ass kicks. Well, like, I'm just very bad at, like... <laughs> I jump on a ledge, and a monster's coming at me, and I'm like, I have time to, like, figure out how far away they are from me to attack mm. with the sword. Because the sword's got some reach to it a little bit. Um, and before I know it, they're on top of me, and they hit me, and I lose, like, percentage of my health. And I'm like, motherfucker, man, come on. Like, so... It's okay. That's been Hollow Knight. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I've also been diving into some, like... Well, one of them is definitely an MMORPG. The other one, not so much. So let's go with the MMORPG. So... I listened to What's Good Games, and Christine Steimer on there has mentioned how much she loves Guild Wars. Yeah. So I was like, I really do want to play MMORPG. Like, that's why I bought Elder Scrolls Online. What if I gave Guild Wars a try? Because it's free. So I'm not, I'm not wasting any money. Just, you know, like, you gotta, you can buy <laughs> stuff to play later on. But I just wanted to try it, you know? Yeah. There, I don't, I can't tell you the story of Guild Wars, because all I got was, like, each race has something crazy going on with them. So, I made a Nord. And what I can kind of get from them is that they live in the mountains. And they commune with animal gods. And I think eventually you can turn into an animal. Ooh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, well, because every time they showed like a cutscene with a Nord, one of them was turning into a different one. Like, one dude turned into a polar bear. And I was like, okay. that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. So I made a warrior with him. Really liked it. So, like, in Guild Wars, it's a little bit more adaptive combat where, like, once you hit, like, one, which is your simple slash, it changes to a different spell because you're doing a combo. Oh. And, like, I've never played a MMO like that, so that's really cool. And then if you have different weapons the attacks change. So if you go from a two-hander, you're not going to have the same attacks as you would with a sword and shield. Okay. And so, like, that's pretty interesting. That's an interesting mechanic I've never experienced before. So I was really enjoying that. I got, uh, I think, like, level six on that before. I was like, well, I really want to try out this Necromancer because necromancy seems cool, I guess. Oh, yeah. Always um, bringing up the dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I made... What I assume would be like a wood elf, but they had a special name for it, which is escaping me right now. Um, their backstory is that they live in the dream, which is like their world. Okay. And monsters are attacking the dream, so they have to defend it. Very confusing. Okay. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, did not enjoy this class as much because <laughs> I did A, not summon any skeletons. And B died like three times. So I mean, like, three times is nothing, Cody. Well, when I ran around as a warrior who has no healing abilities, while the uh, necromancer has like a couple healing abilities, I was very confused. I was like, "Huh, okay, that's confusing." Um, I don't think I'll keep playing it. Uh, okay. It was a nice little try, you know. I gave it the old college try, and was like, "Okay," but. It's no World of Warcraft, so I don't think it's for me. <laughs> um, is it no Elder Scrolls also? It's no Elder Scrolls also. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it's free, and like you can play up to like level 80, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. And after that, you have to buy... They have like DLC packs that you can buy. Yeah. Uh, and like, 
for a game that looks very stunning, it ran really well on my laptop. Yeah. And this laptop is a piece of shit. Yeah. So cool. I was like, all right, <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, so yeah, if you've ever been curious about Guild Wars 2, definitely give that a shot. I think it's it was a lot of fun, just not for me personally. So. Okay. The game that has been taking over my life lately, though, <laughs> is Warframe. Um, so I've played Warframe a lot uh, over the, like, since I've gotten the PS4, like, because it's a free game. Yeah. So when you get the first the PS4, you're like, oh, what free games can I play? So I downloaded it then, and I didn't really understand what was going on, so I played it a couple times, and I was like, I'm good. And I've gone back to it over the years. So in Warframe, you are playing as the Tenno, and they use different Warframes, which are like almost like classes that have different abilities and stuff. And you are going across the solar system and fighting evil, which is usually like two different bad guys. Two um, different bad guys? That's all the evil that there is in the world? Well, there's two different races of bad guys. There's the Grenier and the Corpus. Okay. The Corpus are a bunch of assholes, and the Grenier are a bunch of assholes as well. Um... <laughs> I don't know. So they had a PC update come out, and I saw a bunch of gameplay of the PC update, mm -hmm. and I was like, shit, I really want to get into this game, so when the PC update comes to console, mm -hmm. I can play because they give you a free Warframe. I'm not going to spoil anything about it. <laughs> um, so I've been playing a lot. Uh, it's a looter shooter with like some MMO aspects where like you get a bunch of people together and you go do like horde-based stuff, and like there's different mission types. Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of deep gameplay. Like there's a crafting system, there's a mod system that you can put on weapons and your warframe, and like there used to be a rating system, but they took it out and they're retuning it. Hmm. It's supposed to come back. So I was like, oh, I can just keep playing and eventually get to do a raid. That's cool. So you probably heard about warframe, and you're probably like, well, what's the catch? The movement is amazing. Really? Like you're doing like you're the Tenno are pretty much ninja. Okay. And you are doing parkour around. There's a thing called a bullet jump mm -hmm. where you like launch yourself into like a spinning bullet formation. Um, and like you fly across the map like really easily. Like if you don't want to fight anything in a, in a map, you don't have to. You can stealth around, but also do crazy parkour to avoid stuff. And like there are missions where like you have to spy on people and like kind of hang out and like. I've done it just by like bullet jumping straight up and landing on a like a ledge, just hanging out there while doing it. So like that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like the movement's incredible, and like the gunplay is also pretty good. Like I haven't yeah. really found a weapon I really enjoy yet. Um, if you have Twitch Prime, they're giving away right now a free Warframe called Trinity. She's like a healer. Um, in the past, they gave out like a assault rifle that like had like. 200 bullets in the cliff so like you're just kind of spraying and praying and i don't yeah. like that like i like yeah. to be doing a ton of damage so i haven't found a gun that does a ton of damage yet but i'm still looking uh yeah i'm like really liking that game and like i don't know so now if anthem is really bad <laughs> i'm okay with it because i just have warframe so fair enough it's a i don't i don't lose in this scenario i guess <laughs> um but yeah, like, right now I am... So you craft different Warframe classes. Like, you get yeah. parts and you can craft them. And right now I'm making one called the Valkyr, 
And I'm pretty sure someone who works for uh, the Warframe people, I think they're called Digital Extremes, read an X-23 comic and went, I want to make that into a character in our game because this character, like, gets ragey, will sprout <laughs> claws out of uh, her hands and just start slashing everything in front of that's her. And awesome. I'm like, that's what I want to play. So I'm making that right now and I'm very excited to play it. Also, it's called a Valkyr, which yes. sounds quite a bit like Va oh never mind i was thinking javelin valkyrie again never mind uh, that's not we're just tying just, all the, the everything games sounds the same these days i don't know but yeah warframe sounds cool i mean to play it um at some point i've got it downloaded i just haven't ever got into it you were gonna stream it this week but i wasn't caught up to where i would like know what to do with anything so we did killing floor instead which you know that's fine and i will say this like warframe and like I've read this multiple times from different people, Warframe has a very high, there's a high wall to entry. Like you have to like persevere, and once you get over that wall, the game just opens up, and it is amazing. Like all the different combinations of weapons and Warframes you can get, like it's amazing. And they're constantly updating that game, and like they have their own convention called TanoCon <laughs> in Canada, and like they. Like, people, like, um, thousands of people show up and, like, they announce new stuff for the game and, like, everyone freaks out and, like, I don't know. And, like, I'm getting into, like, the actual story bits because, uh -huh. like, they have, like, a really long story thread that's going on. And it's pretty fucking cool, like, everything they're, like, dealing with in this game. I was like, holy shit. So, I definitely recommend Warframe if you're into looking for a free game. Yeah. It's free, so, like, yeah. you're not losing any money trying it, so... We like free. We do. Alright. Alright, cool. Um, so I've still got a couple of games to talk about that I've been playing. Um, but right now is kind of where we're going across the Bifrost, the Rainbow Bridge, and we're gonna start talking the Bifrost. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh we're gonna start talking about some of our queer games. Um so just a little bit about this. Um, obviously, like when, when we say queer, we're kind of just all encompassing lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender, um, gender fluid, asexual, pansexual, like everything, just because there's a lot to say. So just queer to cover it all. Um, we don't want to leave anybody out. Um, but the queer representation is really important to me, um, you know, because I spent about you know, more than 30 years seeing heterosexual stuff just all the time everywhere, you know? So so once queer stuff started popping up and becoming more prevalent, it was just, it's just a really exciting time. And in the beginning, it's one of those things where like, oh, this game has a gay character in it, so I've got to go play this game. And like anytime there was like any game that would have it, you'd be like, oh, I've got to go play this one right here because it's got, got something queer in it. Um, but like we're starting to reach that point now that there is representation in so many games that like even if you wanted to, you probably couldn't play all of them, uh, or at least your wallet couldn't afford to go get all of them. Uh, and that's that's a really good like turning point. It's like a good start because like you know there's just so much there for you, and it's starting to become more of a regular thing. And eventually, it won't even be a standout thing. It'll just be 
you know, all games have stuff like that because they're just representing what life is really like. So we're working towards that and, you know, eventually we'll get there. But uh, until we do, we still want to celebrate the really cool stuff that's out there right now. So that's kind of where we're coming from uh, with this. And we're going to be getting into some of the games that we really like. Uh, but there's a couple that I've played recently that I wanted to talk about still. So there's this game called Hustle Cat. And, oh my god, there's so many different things I need to talk about. Anyway, I'll get more into, there's this group called Queerly Represent Me, and they're like kind of a, a database of games with queer representation in them. And so I've been following them on Twitter, and they tweet about different stuff. Um, and so I think this is one of the games that I kind of heard about from them. And I was like, kind of want to play it, but I was like, I don't know, do I want to spend money? So I went to Steam to see how much it was. And I don't think it was very much it's like, oh, I'm going to buy it. So I logged in and it turns out I already own the game. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, I bought it at some point previously. Who knows? Maybe it was a humble bundle. Just sometimes I, I surprise myself like that. And I'm like, oh, past Sam did some good stuff here and like bought this game. So didn't even have to pay for it. Already had it. Uh, so that was exciting. So this game is uh, like a visual novel kind of you're going through and you're this girl, Avery, who is she's kind of like a lazy shift about, I would say she's not doing much, but she decides <laughs> to go out and get a job and she ends up at this cafe where they have a bunch of cats. So it's like all the stray cats get taken in and they hang out there and there's just a bunch of weird people that work there. And so she gets a job and there's like magical supernatural stuff happening here which it's really cool it's got a fun storyline and uh you get to romance whoever you want there's quite a few different characters to choose from um i had my eyes set on this girl mason who is the cook because she's kind of a little bit mean and standoffish and i was like yeah that, that's cool i like that so i was trying to woo her um but apparently this game, you have to be real careful with your decisions because like, I thought I was just being nice to this other girl, Finley. And then like all of a sudden I was dating her and it was like past the point of no return. Like I couldn't romance anyone else. I was stuck with her. And I was like, I don't know how this happened. I thought I was just being polite. So you kind of have to be a little mean, I guess, to, to keep yourself on track. Um, the second time I played through, I followed a little guide that told me exactly which decisions I needed to make um, in order to end up with Mason. Uh, but she has a nice storyline. Um, you end up learning some magic in doing stuff. And then like, there's like a bad guy who's trying to like kill the boss of the cafe. And like the final battle is like you and whoever you're dating like has a special ability that only they can do that like helps defeat the bad guy so it's pretty cool so i played it through twice to get the different endings and both times it was a lot of fun um so i think that is a really fun game you guys should check it out do you have any interest in cat why is it called hustle cat um honestly i don't remember if the name of the cafe is hustle cat or, okay. but I mean, it's just like, there's these cats, there's like all kinds of cats and just hanging around the cafe. No, like the boss like takes in the stray cats. They like live in the cafe, which like is a big no, no, I would say for like health 
safety inspector food whatever yeah i don't think that's okay. okay but somehow they get away with it oh and like like most of the time it's like dead in there and there's not a lot of people but there is this cat that's an internet sensation named jelly donut and she will balance donuts on her head um and so like everyone comes to see her on the days that she's like out making a performance or something so it's fun i i highly recommend it okay. so yeah. very interesting <laughs> yeah yeah all right so hustle okay. cat hustle cat all right um so next up if you know me very well you know that i have i've not been a fan of the last of us in the past um but i think i mentioned last week i started playing it again after e3 and so i finished it now and i finished the left behind dlc and it's a really good game you guys i mean yeah I... yeah it is <laughs> i remember the first time i heard you say you didn't like the last of us and i was like you have not tried to play that game then because it gets really good i had tried it multiple times cody it just took a real long time the last of us is like one of my favorite games of all time and like every time i think about going back and replaying it i'm like well no because like that first time i played it was just so special i can't go back and like it won't be as special this time mm -hmm. um so what did you what did you think what did you what did you like um i mean i it's a really good story um you know i i've said before i didn't care for joel at all from the beginning he took quite a while to grow on me he eventually did but i just uh you know from the start i was just like uh about him i stand by my previous statements that this where you have to do the slow walk while people talk about stuff is so fucking annoying okay just have a cutscene where you get it all out or you know let it come out while i'm running around doing stuff don't make me I just don't like games that kind of waste my time, and it's like, the gameplay isn't really progressing while you're having some of these discussions. You're just like walking slowly and you have to hold the stick down. One time I, I got a, a good work in the system where I stood in front of this guy and he was walking and he just pushed me and I didn't have to like hold the controller. I was like, why can't we just do this the whole time? Come on. Don't make me do a stupid little walk. So. If he had more, if they had more cutscenes that just took care of it, I would be okay with it. Um, it was really fun to get to play as Ellie. Um, there were two parts, which I don't, I don't want to get into spoilers really, but there were two parts where I got to, I was, well, you play with her for a bit, um, but two parts where she was in like mortal danger, like she was about to be killed. It was desperate times, and like the first time I was like, oh god, is this going to be the point where Joel busts in the room and saves her at the last minute? I was like, I'm so sick of like that type of thing. I don't need that. And that's not what happened. She used her brains and her brawn, and she took these two guys out, and she got away. And I was like, fuck yeah, Ellie. That was awesome. I love it when our heroes can just like take care of themselves, and they're not relying on somebody else to come save the day. So I was like, that was awesome. And then a little while later, Ellie got herself in mortal peril again, where she was like about to be killed. And I was like, God damn it. Is this the point where Joel's going to bust in and save her? No, again, she stepped up and she took care of business herself. Uh, it was brutal. It was a very emotional moment for her. And 
it was it was great. I was like, man, Ellie is the hero, and it's like when you kind of start to realize that this game is building and setting her up as the hero. It's like her journey to become something more. So so that was really cool. Um, the Left Behind DLC was really good. Although I will say it started and I'm watching the cutscene where Riley like surprises her and they're like blah 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 and they're talking and I'm like this is great and then the scene changes and then I got really disappointed because I suddenly realized that I have to play the game some more. And I was like, no, I wanted to just watch this. Like, if this was a movie and I could just watch it, I would just watch it. This would be fantastic. I'm like, I don't need to play this. Um, but it was okay. It's, the DLC does a thing where you're kind of jumping back and forth in time to do some different stuff as the story unfolds. And I didn't care for the stuff that was in present day at all um i was just like eh. but the stuff when you flash back to her time with riley was like so sweet um because it's just like two friends like you know they're in this post-apocalyptic world they're you know training to use guns and defend themselves and do this and like this was like a little day where they kind of got to be kids and just like goof off and have fun and that was cool. I liked the fun little like mini games they did where like you were at the arcade and at the photo booth and doing stuff like that. There was um, the water gun fight, which I didn't win because she kept finding me and squirting. I was like, well, shit. Um, when you did the photo booth, mm -hmm. um, did it give you the option to link your Facebook account and post the picture? Yeah, but that wasn't real. It, you couldn't link your real account. That was just part. It was just like in game. No, it, you you could. It's I legitimately have posted it on Seriously? my Facebook. It wouldn't yeah, like it game, started I, just typing stuff in. It didn't let me type it in. Hmm. I wonder if they removed that option. Like it was just couldn't can't do it anymore. But when I played the game back in 2014, um, yeah, I I did it. Like it's on my Facebook and all that. So I was Why curious if they like do now? That. Because like, sorry, I saw that pop up and I was like, oh, am I gonna get to put this on Facebook? And then it didn't work, so that's some bullshit. I don't approve of that. But yeah. Otherwise. So I guess. Yeah. For those of you not in the know, the reason why this thrush qualifies as queer representation, in the Left Behind DLC, it's revealed that Ellie is gay. Um, her and Riley share a kiss. Um, oh my god. So like. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just. Okay. There you go. I mean, is it like too spoilery to say something that happens? I don't. I mean, the okay. game came out right. in 2013. It's been five years, and you haven't played okay. The Last of Us yet. All right, if you don't if you like Sam and hasn't played it yet, then you know maybe skip ahead a minute. But there's this part where it's so sweet. So Riley is gonna go off with the fireflies and leave, and like this was her coming to say goodbye to her best friend. And Ellie's like, you know, I don't have the right to ask you to stay. And Riley's like, you're the only one who could ask me to stay. And then they fight some more. And then later, Ellie's just like, don't go. And Riley's like, okay. And like, that's all it took. She just like wanted her to like, want her to stay. And it was so sweet. Oh, I loved it. Go ahead. And then something bad happens. Oh, well, yeah. you know, something bad's going to happen because yeah. Riley's not in, in the original game. So. Oh. So when I played this game in 2014, it didn't like occur to me how important this was that like there was 
representation in a game this big. Because Last of Us mm -hmm. is one of the best selling games of all time. It's critically acclaimed. They're making a sequel. Like it's this is important. Um, so I think you're like just for a second, I like to talk about like if you don't think it's important that there's representation, like maybe you should take a step back and realize how much you are represented in video games. Like as a white dude, I am represented in most video games. So when there is so another person who is different from me representing a video game, be it by race or by sexuality, um, and I enjoy that because I'm getting a peek into a life I don't understand. I'm playing as somebody who's entirely different from me. So this is really important. Like this is my first experience with representation, and like I know there was some backlash back in the day about this, but fuck those people. Um, so as we talk about this, just think about that like there's a reason representation matters and you get your representation every day these people do not so yeah and it's just a really powerful thing to see someone like yourself shown in like being a hero and doing stuff like that yeah. and getting to play as them it's just it means a lot so anyway last of us turns out it's a great game so yeah <laughs> and joel is the best Fuck you if you do not agree. Joel, I mean, he definitely grew on me, but man, he's... He should have grown on you in the first five fucking minutes. That's See, that... that's when you should be like, man, Joel's a really cool dude. See, you might relate to the gruff, not sharing emotions, just being the guy, you know? Like, maybe you relate to that. I don't relate to that. I'm like, no, no. So it took a long time. We're so going to have a conversation off air about <laughs> this not showing emotion bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're like the most emotional person I know. <laughs> well, it's not that. It's just that there's something that happens in the first five minutes of the fucking Last of Us that oh. is like, holy shit, and Joel like, was crying, so. Okay, alright, the first the first part was good, but then, like, he's just a dick once you get to well, the you, flash forward. I mean... No, it's fine. I understand why. It's just like, I didn't... Yeah. I can't help it. I didn't relate to him. It's just not everybody relates to that. It's fine. Uh, not a lot of people lose their child, so... There is that. And it's like, so. you know, the end of the world type thing. So, I mean, he had reasons. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's a good game. Joel, Joel is the best. And he's, yes, it is a good game. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He Really good multiplayer, by the way. Like, awesome. Really? Yeah. It's called Faction. They call it Factions. I don't know if it shows I can tell if you're being sarcastic. Oh, no, no, no. I really do love it. Like, okay. It's very tactical. Um, I liked it a lot. Okay, because see, I saw there's multiplayer, and I'm like, I have no desire to play that, because I didn't care for the combat in this game, so. It was a little wonky at times, like, there's definitely a lot of, like, bullshit mechanics, but when you got into a good game, it was just a lot of fun. So is this how it works? Like, you've got five people on this team, five people on this team, you drop in, there are ten bullets and one gun hidden, and you have to go find them and get it and go from there, because no. ammo's so scarce. Um, there's a crafting system and you can pick up stuff to craft bullets and armor, bombs, molotovs, first aids, shivs, and there's like special weapons. And if you got enough of these like things you pick off off of dead people's bodies, you could get the special weapon. Like there's like a big assault rifle that does a ton of damage. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm interested to see. I think they announced that The Last of Us 2 actually has it. Yeah. So. I think they That'll did. be cool. So, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. 
So now we're going to get into uh, some of our older favorites that we haven't played recently, but stuff that has stuck with us. So obviously I am going to start with butterfly soup, which I have talked about previously many times because it's so good. Um, so Cody, yep. I just I just have to ask real quick, did you ever play butterfly soup? Um, so here's the thing. I had planned to, and then I wiped some files on my computer and it deleted. I just have not gotten back around to downloading it again. I do plan on doing it before the end of the year. So when we do our top tens, I can put it on there and you can stop hating me. So I don't hate you. I just, I know that you're (laughs) really going to like it. And so I don't understand why there's such resistance to playing it, because you're going to love it. I can't even use the excuse that I don't like playing on my computer, because I generally played Guild Wars 2 on you my did. computer for this episode. You so. did. So, and it's not a long game. So, I mean, it would just like take you an afternoon. You could play it with Rachel. It's a cute little story. You guys could play it together. It'd be real fun. So. Okay. Okay. I will... Definitely do it before the end of the year, I promise. <laughs> I so mean, I feel like you promised me you were going to play it previously, and then you didn't. So, I mean, it's fine. We'll just, you know. I Literally last night, we were talking about this, and you were like, <laughs> I'm going to give you shit. I really was like, I should download it and play it right now. Just so she's, when she gives me shit, I'm like, I got you. I know. I was half expecting. I'm like, I'm going to ask him, and he's going to say he played it. I just, you know, I had some faith, but it was, I was, really I was tired, disappointing. Though, so I was going to sleep. That's fine. It's fine. You need your sleep. It's good. Alright, people, so Butterfly Soup is a visual novel about four Asian-American teenagers who love baseball and are also discovering their sexuality, and it is so, oh my god, he's yawning, he doesn't even, oh, he's getting just tired, he's so tired from hearing me talk about this. (laughs) Alright. continue. Um, so you've got four main characters and they're really quirky and fun. You've got like kind of the shy one, the angry one, the fun prankster one, and then the real stuck up like studious one. Um, and the way they interact together is so much fun because like they, they kind of are all best friends that love each other, but also they give each other such shit. Like, you can't even believe, like, some of the really mean pranks that they do. They get into some, like, fist fights. Um, Stuff happens, but it's got, like, some of the best humor in a game. And then it's just sweet, because it's just, like, two of the girls are, like, just, you know, they've got feelings for each other, and they're kind of figuring out what it means, you know, and how much they're willing to admit it and show to each other. Um, So it's just a lot of fun. It's got... um, some really gross stuff too, which it's, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it does. Because I mean, girls can be gross. You think it's just boys, but no, girls can be gross as well. Um, and <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I can't say enough good things about it. It's on itch.io. Uh, it's by a woman named Brianna Lee or Lay, L E I. And it's a pay-what-you-want game, so I mean, it's not even like there's a like a pay barrier. You can just get it and play it, and it's a good time. I highly recommend it. It might make you cry, because there's some like real sweet emotional stuff, 
uh, I guarantee it'll make you laugh many times. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's uh, one of my favorite games of all time. So, um, Cody, why don't you tell us about a game? So, Sam recommended this game to me a long time ago called Gone Home. And I had heard about Gone Home, and I thought it was a scary game. And there definitely is some high-tension moments in this game where you're like, something's going to pop out of this corner. Um, so the story is you are coming home to visit your family, and you're in their house, but the parents are gone, and so is your sister, and you're trying to piece together what's going on. And by doing this, you kind of start piecing together a little love story that's starting to look a little tragic. Um, I don't want to spoil anything because this is a great game. Definitely go play it. Um, so yeah, like the entire time I'm like on edge, I'm like, oh god, this is a fucking horror game. Like mm-hmm. something's gonna pop out at me, and like it's just very high tension. Like you crawl down in like a little basement, and like you're like, this is it. This is when something's going to get me. Um, all the meanwhile, this love story that's building, how sweet it is, and like how much these uh, two characters, your sister and another character, care about each other. It's so beautiful. This is like, and I was like. When I played this game, I I think I was constantly texting you like, oh my god, this is amazing, like holy shit. <laughs> um, and there's a moment towards the end where I was just like, I texted you, I was like, no, fuck no, this is not happening, because <laughs> I thought something else was going to happen. Yeah. I can't sing the praise of this game enough. Uh, I think it shows a very real and vitriol depiction of like what uh, gay people, queer people go through and their families aren't so accepting like mm-hmm. you don't know what's why some people do not come out to their families because you don't know how they're going to react um so it shows a very realistic to me uh approach to that and i definitely learned a lot from it and i i love that game so much it was so amazing i believe you texted me at some point and were like you asshole, why didn't you warn me I was going to cry when I played this game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that I like, text. <laughs> I, I lost it. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, it takes you through an emotional roller coaster. It is so good. It does. Um, this is one of the first games that I played that did storytelling in this way, where you're just kind of going through and gathering things that have little snippets of a story that you're slowly putting together. Um, and it was so well done, because, like, like you, I didn't, I had no idea. I thought this was a horror game as well. I didn't know it was going to be a love story. I think that was like the best twist that I could ever have in this game. Um, because I, you start reading stuff and it's like pretty innocent at first. And then I start thinking like, man, this sounds kind of gay. Like, I think this girl's a little bit gay and I don't know, but they're probably not going to deal with that in this story. Because like the majority of my life, I've always spent like I want things to be gay okay and so like I always discount my stuff too much I'm like are they are they gonna turn this person gay I'm like no no that's just me wanting it to be gay it's not really happening so like like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer like when Willow met Tara and started doing this like it was really obvious that they were falling for each other but the whole time I was like no it's, this is just me wishing that it's gonna happen it's not really gonna happen and then it really happened and I was like oh my god so it was very similar to what happened in this game because <clears throat> I was like oh my god I think this I think her sister's gay and I think there's gonna be some stuff going on but they're probably not gonna deal with it and then that was like what the whole game was about and I was like this is amazing so I really enjoyed that of it it was just oh it's such a good game and that game 
has this like 90s Riot Girl soundtrack, which is like the kind of angry stuff I was listening to in high school. <laughs> so I was just like, man, it took me back. And it was just, it was so much fun. It's such a great game. Um, also, if you like do the little, uh, there's a trick where you can do where <clears throat> you turn on the TV and there's this cat video. Did you do this part? I think I did, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Because, like, I think some of the stuff you're finding is your sister's journal, and then this was the cat's journal. And it's just, <laughs> they're just, like, someone's reading a journal, like, the cat wrote it, but, like, every word is meow. So it's just meow, 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 meow. And it's, like, has these inflections, and there's different pictures of cats on the screen while it's doing it. It's a really fun Easter egg. You should You should find that if you can. Oh my god, I forgot the most important thing I wanted to talk about today. Um, <clears throat> because I love Gone Home so much, um, I'd already mentioned Queerly Represent Me, which um, they've got a Twitter poll going. this The whole month they've been doing this like bracket where they uh, it's just all, all kinds of games with queer, queer representation, and they have a little poll, and so you get to vote on which one you want. It's progressing. So we're in the quarterfinals right now. And they have the poll open for just like 24 hours for each uh, little fight. And today's fight was <clears throat> Night in the Woods versus Gone Home. And like, I, I can't keep up with the Twitter. I don't know why. I always almost miss it. So like I this afternoon, I looked and it had like an hour left and Night in the Woods was winning. It was like at 63%. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is not okay because I've, I've played Night in the Woods and... I didn't care for it. I didn't get very far in it, and I never got to really anything queer, so I was like, I don't know about this game, but Gone Home is amazing. So, like, I really need this game to win. Um, <clears throat> so I voted for it on the Geek Heart Games account. Then I switched over to my personal account, and I voted for it. And then I was at work. I was supposed to be working, but I was like, this is too important. I can't handle it. Um, turns out I have access to four different Twitter accounts at work. So all of them voted for it. Then I was like, okay, I need some help because we're not we're not making the progress that we need. Sam, we need to talk about your abuse of power and <laughs> how you are rigging elections. Uh, well, this hey, is... this is, hey, man, it's, you campaign for stuff. It's what happens. But yeah, so I went to Discord. I asked for help. Uh, Groon and Megs both helped me out there. I went to Twitter, was asking for some help. I tagged a bunch of people. Um, Sarah Miles from... Talking Comics, and also now Ladies of Valhalla. She helped me out. She voted. She retweeted. I got lots of people helping me out. Um, with with just in the nick time. Actually, I texted my sister. I'm like, Miranda, can you help me out? She's got multiple Twitter accounts. I'm like, I know she can help me out if we do this. So, all right. It, 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 you are rigging elections. That is illegal. It's not illegal. illegal. It's not illegal to say, hey, you should go vote. And if this is the way you want to vote. To, They're going like, to throw that one out. Happy. They're going to be like, um, no, we had a bunch of false no. ballots. No, no, no. no. Out those no. Kept so Anyways. the poll ended and Gone Home won at 55%. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who voted for it. I know it was just like a last minute mad dash to try to get these votes in. And you guys really came through for me. And I appreciate it. It made my day. Um, I do have to say, this was just the quarterfinals, so it still has to win the semifinals, and then I guess get to the finals. So I don't know who it'll be up against next time, but hopefully it can continue its trek and uh, 
come out as number one. I mean, I don't actually remember what the other uh, seeds are right now, because there might be some other really good games. It might get real tough, but uh, for now, I'm very happy that it survived. So, okay. Oh, also, sorry, also, um, right now, the Steam sale is going on, and you can get Gone Home for under $5. So if you haven't played it, you should definitely go get it and try it out. Um, so after Gone Home, the, the, I think it's Fulbright is the company that made it. They made another game called Tacoma, which is also on sale for half price on the Steam store. So Tacoma is kind of similar in that you're playing as a character who goes someplace and picks up parts of a story. This time you're on, you're going to a space station where something bad has happened, something catastrophic, and you don't know if you're going to find dead bodies or if people got away or what happened. And the way this one plays out is there are these like holographic video projections where this, the uh, space station has recorded stuff that's happened and you can play it back to see what was going on. So you don't see actual people. You see kind of geometric shapes like like if you were doing like a life drawing class and you just have like the rough outlines of shapes of bodies. Um, but each person has a different color and they've got different body types. So it's easy to see who's who. And then like you can go like read their personnel files and get more information on them. Um, so tragedy is struck on this space station. They're trying to get out with their lives before it like explodes or I don't know. Um, so this is what you're trying to figure out what happened. Um, but in this in this game, there are there's a, a lesbian couple that works on the space station. And um, so you get to see kind of their interactions like while tragedy is happening and you're like, they don't know if they're going to make it out of this alive. They might be this, their last minutes together. Um, so you really get to see a nice selection of, of their relationship. And then there's also a man on the space station who has a husband back home and a son who's getting ready to go to college. And so like some of the stuff you see is like before the disaster strikes. And so you get to get to hear him like on the phone with his son and talking about like how they're trying to afford to send him to a good college and do stuff like that. And just like the relationship troubles with like, you know, he's stuck on this PlayStation for however long and like he misses his husband and stuff like that. So it's got like quite a diverse selection of, of people and types of stuff like that. So it's really good. I liked it a lot. It's um, it's a fantastic game. It's not as good as Gone Home because Gone Home will always have a special spot in my in my heart, but it's a really good follow up yeah. to that. So if you played Gone Home, uh, you should check out Tacoma. It's a, it's a good one as well. All right, Cody, what's next? I'm going to talk about a very big one because, like, this is a very popular game. So mm -hmm. uh, when they announced that Tracer from Overwatch was gay, I was like, damn, this is really big because Tracer is the, like, poster character for Overwatch. In fact, the Overwatch League and, like, Blizzard heavily has put a lot of money into this. So it's, like, it's really cool to me that a uh, gay character is... The mascot for a huge franchise like there's definitely gonna be a lot of overwatch games throughout the years yeah so like the fact <laughs> that she is the mascot for that gaming series is like really awesome for representation i feel uh and like i liked they did it in a comic because like i don't know how you would exactly 
make it work in the video game because the video game like already doesn't make a lot of sense where yeah. you're fighting each other even though you're best friends yeah hey we're overwatch agents but we're gonna fight each other <laughs> uh but uh well, yeah like the way to, they did it just to say like the the majority of the story points come out in the yeah. animated shorts and the comic books you're not getting much of the backstory in the actual game itself so it's not yeah. out of the ordinary that this is the way they chose to to bring it out so. um so yeah, and I thought it was really sweet because like, uh, it was in a Christmas comic, mm -hmm. and you see Tracer like racing through, and like, she's getting all these gifts for people, and she's like, oh, I forgot my most important gift, and she gets home, and uh, you think it's like her roommate possibly, and nope, it's her girlfriend, mm -hmm. and I thought that was really awesome, yeah. um, and like, it's I'm trying to think how to word this because it's I just almost said it, and I was like, that sounds bad, um. It's not like a risk, but like, it's something you don't see a lot of big companies doing. Yeah. And so for them to do that and like stand behind it and be like, this is like, Overwatch is for everybody mm -hmm. is really important. Cause like, this is a game where like, you can be a giant gorilla who's a scientist <laughs> and like, uh, all this. And so like, it's really cool that like, they were like no like representation matters and like mm -hmm. our main poster child is going to be queer and like yeah. it's really sweet of them so yeah. yeah um so i read something where like i don't know if it was jeff kaplan or somebody from overwatch had said that tracer is not the only queer character in the game but we just don't have it explained yeah, it yet been. who else might be but I think that that's cool that, you know, they're, they're open to stuff. They, they do a pretty good job of uh, just diversity in general. Like, Symmetra is autistic. So yeah. just, like, having that in the game, too, you know. I mean, there's not a lot of, I don't think, there's a lot of video game characters with autism out there being represented. So, like, for someone be, to be able to play as her and get to see her, like, themselves represented on screen, it's just, like, it's so cool. So it's just, like, Blizzard really makes an effort um oh shoot i think we we didn't do this in the best order because we're going to talk about overwatch league later and some other cool stuff that they've been doing but we'll come back to that later because we like overwatch so okay um okay so next on my list was life is strange um which it's life is strange but then also it's mostly life is strange before the storm um because both games kind of have it set up so that you can make your decisions and play how you want and you can make it kind of queer or you can keep it where everyone's just really good friends um which i think it's cool that they have it open that way so you can make the story whatever you want it to be um i was not super into the first one i don't i don't know if i want to say things that might be kind of spoilery um I don't know. I'm not going to play those games, so you're good. So, like, when I was playing the first one, it seemed to me like Chloe was gay, and I thought that she had feelings for Max, and then Max moved away, and so they had lots of strife, and then she met Rachel Amber, and then Rachel Amber disappeared, and so, like, Max coming back into her life, like, it really meant something to her because, you know, it was her best friend, but also maybe she was in love with her. Um, but I never really got the sense that Max uh, 
had feelings for her. Um, just like, you know, she loved her as a best friend. Um, but I, that was like my main complaint with Max overall. Was just She seemed kind of like a wishy-washy character. She like didn't really have strong opinions, which I guess that was just for like the player to be able to make her whatever they wanted her to be. I don't know. But there's this thing that you can do where Max will kiss Chloe at one point in the game. And like, it was cool that it happened, I guess. But also it just didn't feel right to me. Um, Alright, I'm going to spoil the ending of Life is Strange. So if you haven't played it, go ahead and skip ahead just a few minutes because we're going to talk about it. So at the end of... Oh my god, are you taking it off? I was just going to tell you. Well, I'm not going to do it now. Okay. I mean, you could have. You said you were never going to play it. Well, I never what if I like, get the okay. urge to one day. Fair enough. There's decisions to be made. This thing happens. I can't. I don't know. I just thought that the decision you made would not have led to that kiss. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. So Life is Strange Before the Storm. Um, again, you could make... This is in the past. It's about Chloe and Rachel Amber. And you could make them really good friends. Um, or you can make them fall in love, which is really sweet. So that's, of course, what I did. Um, because, like, I just... I want Chloe to be happy. And even though I know how it's going to end, like, I can at least let her have a good time before all the bad stuff happens. So that was a fun a fun game where you got to just make it what you wanted. Um, so I highly recommend it. I mean, what? He's raising his hand. All right, question. Um, in Life is Strange, do any of the characters ever like stop and go, man, life really is strange? <laughs> um, I don't remember. You would think, I mean, no, that would be, that would be out. like an A plus moment in the game. I know, right? I think it would stand out if, I don't remember if they did or not. So there was, um, in, in Life is Strange before this, when Life is Strange, there's this dog called, I think, Papadou. And in, uh, Before the Storm, you get to see him as a puppy and it's the most adorable little puppy. And like, it does this, um, like low to the ground camera where you see him like run out, like he's looking all tough and stuff. That was so cute. I love that dog. Um, I thought you were going to tell me that the dog says, man, life really is strange, and they cut the black or something. That'd be, That'd be a fucking end, man. That is so weird. Call me, uh, call me people. I, I got your back. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway. Oh, so I was going to say, so I mean, you definitely get more out of Before the Storm if you played the first game, but I didn't super care for the first game. I don't necessarily care for that type of game like I would rather it be more just cutscene and telling me the story with like little decisions to be made rather than me like having to walk around and investigate stuff and do stuff like I don't know, I don't know. it's just not for me um but I mean you could definitely play before the storm without having played the first life is strange I think it would be fine you would still be an emotional intriguing story you wouldn't like know all of like the secret like oh because when this happens yeah so but um i think you'd still enjoy it so it's a possibility if you don't want to make the investment to play two whole games you could just skip two before the storm because i feel it's the better game 
and partly because Chloe's just fucking awesome. She is, she doesn't care what people think. She has a mouth on her. You get into back talk challenges where you just like shit talk people for like your battles, your battle mechanics. And it's fantastic. So you do graffiti and stuff and like just seeing what she writes on things. It's really entertaining. So I highly recommend it. All right, Cody, what's next? Okay. So Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, came out last year and one of my favorite games of all time um, it's never really stated what Aloy's sexuality is I think they leave it very open so we'll see but um, I think the my favorite part about the game is how like lived in that world feels and how like they make it how they make it uh, I'm trying to think of the words to describe this while I just went blank on it um <laughs> So pretty much, like, there are multiple points in the story where, like, they add little touches that make the world feel like, hey, like, this is actually, like, realistic. Like, um, there's a quest where you're going to help this person, and he's like, oh, my husband, like, I can't, like, where's my husband? Can you help me find him? And, like, that's a really cool touch. Like, you, I would, honestly, they could have just typed in my wife and, like, mm-hmm. been there, but they, like, made a point to do that. There is a um, soldier woman who will help you towards the end of the game. And she hits on Aloy as much as possible. Oh my God. Um, Her name is Petra, and she is just like mad in love with Aloy, yeah. and it is so adorable. And like Aloy's like fine with it; she's kind of flirting back. It's it's so sweet. That's like one of my favorite scenes of the whole game. And then you said there was something else, I, so you can. There's another. Yeah. Yeah, there's like this, you go to this little little village and there's a soldier in charge there who like, you can kind of tell she's a woman, but she's like living as a man and like Aloy's like, oh, I thought this culture wouldn't allow women to be soldiers. And this soldier's like, that's correct, they won't. So I'm not a woman. And so it's it's like... It's just like a different gender representation. She's yeah. like, she's really good at being the soldier and she like leads the village and like, you know, because the rules like don't allow a woman to do it, she's just living as a man and everyone's okay with it because <clears throat> she's so like highly capable and, and doing the best job and they respect her for it. So it's just like, it's, this game does a really good job of just like having stuff casually there in the world showing it and treating it like it's a normal thing like this is just how society is and there are people there like this so like hey let's show it so it was really cool i like that but yes oh my god petra i loved her so much i desperately wanted to after the game i was like i want aloy to go visit her and see if they can settle down together but after you beat the game it like resets the world to right before the final battle. So I can't ever go and see if her and Petra lived happily ever after, which is unfortunate. Um, but to be honest, like everyone in that game is in love with Aloy. Like everybody and flirts like, with reasonable. her so bad. Like, I mean, how can you not really? She's fantastic. Um, but I like that they just like let everybody, you know, flirt with her. And she seems very friendly and open to things. So that's cool Um, all right just a few quick things here um so south park the fractured butthole (laughs) this one surprised me with how great it was because i guess it's true to like the cartoon i don't watch the cartoon but um craig and tweak are two guys that 
had apparently been in a relationship and when you start this game they've broken up they're in a real bad spot they're fighting one of them has a hamster that they bought together the other one wants it back but like he won't give it back until he gets his laptop back from the other guy so like they're not talking to each other they send you on little missions to go like be the go-between to try to like work out the trade to get their stuff back so you're dealing with that and while that's going on uh tweak's dad pulls you aside and is like hey I think it really sucks that Craig and Tweak are broken up. You know, they were so happy together. I think we should try to get them back together. And so you get a side quest, which is to try to get Craig and Tweak back together. And it just made me so happy that A, that quest was there, and B, that it's from Tweak's parents. That, you know, they're so supportive of him and want him to be happy, and they're trying to get his their son back together with his boyfriend. So it was really sweet, and I thought that was great. Um, I love South Park. That's where we got our, our time fart that we had to use earlier today. So um, so that's great. Um, Agents of Mayhem is another game I played last year. Um, and this one, you've got a whole slew of different characters you can play as. Um, one of them is Braddock, and she's like this badass soldier. Um, and it turns out that she's dating uh, the gal Friday, who is like the secretary kind of helper lady for the woman in charge and the way you find out that they're dating is like they're having like little because friday will be giving like mission updates to braddock while she's like out in the field doing stuff and like they just have these little voice lines where like friday's like you know i, I just want you to be careful out there and braddock says something like you know you wouldn't have settled down with me if you were really afraid of the kind of life i live like you know what i do or something and it's just like this casual mention that they're together and it's really sweet um so i like that and then later i was reading about it and i guess there's this other character in it named hollywood he's like kind of like a golden boy actor type and i guess he's a pansexual but i never got anything in game to like get his voice lines to find out about that so i don't know but there's some stuff going on there so that one's cool and then to round it out with past games uh dream daddy when this one came out like it kind of seemed just like a phenomenon like everybody fell in love with this game and i mean you know obviously gay guys would like it because it's about game in um but like straight women like it too. Apparently lesbians like it, straight guys like it too. So it's like everybody liked this game. And I think we all just appreciated the fact that it was out there and that we had this option. And uh, it's a really well put together game. I was a little disappointed by how much emotional story stuff there was with your daughter because like I just wanted to get in there and date some guys but um, I had to deal with teen angst and like my daughter being upset about stuff and her crying and like me not knowing what to do to help her so um, it's a real emotional story they've got a lot of diverse characters in there as well and it's just a it was a really well done game and so I think that was fun um, I think that's gonna round out all of our past games Cody there's one future game we're looking forward to that you were going to talk oh, about. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what was she talking about? Um, yeah, so um, at E3, they announced Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and they announced that uh, you're going to have different um, dialogue options, and, like, there's going to be romances in this game, and you can romance anybody you like. Yeah. Um, we talked about this last week, but uh, I think my favorite example so far has been when Alexios is flirting with the general guy, and he's like... 
It's like, ah, oh, so you're the general. What do you do around here? And he's like, oh, I order the men around. He's like, what would you have me do? <laughs> and he's like, probably hard labor. He's like, oh, you like it rough. And the general's like, pretty much just like, I see what you're doing, but my heart belongs to another. And she's a woman. <laughs> and like, Alexia gets so fucking mad about it. He's like, ah. um, and then Cassandra is very awkward when she flirts with one person I saw. And like, it's just going to be pretty, a lot of fun to like mess around in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I love when games uh, give you the option to, to kind of take it whatever direction you want and have fun with it. So. Yeah. And also, I mean, Assassin's Creed is pretty violent, so if you flirt with someone and they turn you down, I mean, you're probably just going to kill them. <laughs> so, unfortunately. So, uh, it's a very toxic relationship there, Sam. I don't it think is. we should have uh, brought that up. <laughs> so I'm single. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that about yourself? Just kidding, just kidding. I don't, I don't attack people. It's fine. Um, Sam is not a murderer, not, not at all. Never once, not. never once did that. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That's like really the thing that's like pushed me over the edge, and it's like, yeah, I need to get another Assassin's Creed game now because it's gonna be cool. So, all right. Uh, so that wraps up the games that we've been playing pretty much. Um, there was one, a couple other things I wanted to mention. So queerly represent me which i've talked about a couple times now they um database of games with queer representation um they're doing the poll that's awesome they recently had a game jam where i think they had like a two-week period uh to create games and submit them and so they've got a group of 25 games now um that have just like various types of queer representation and there's like all different types of games so there's like one where it's like a kind of like a action rpg top down like you go around and then you like have turn-based combat and um it was cool because you're going to you're this bard woman and you're going to try to save the princess who got locked away in a tower but you like battle through some stuff and get over where you're gonna go get her and then you see her like coming out of the tower because she you know kick some ass on her own and was like yeah i'm getting the hell out of here so i mean it was cool that it was like two women but then also this woman this princess is like taking care of herself and taking care of business um i think that one was called chaotic quartet which there were only two people so i don't know why it's a quartet maybe those people were going to come later i don't know um there was a game called awkward where it was like a shooter and like you're like these I guess you're these four women that have like busted out of jail and so you've got like four women talking on the screen um but then you're like doing the shooter part in the game and they're just like having their dialogue stuff about things so that was pretty cool uh there's one called i think it was called super queer so it's like superheroes but queeros like queer because like queer heroes i don't know how to say it it was weird his spelling is weird um I think this is the one that um, it's actually like a board game and so it like has instructions and it'll have cards that you can cut out and like a game board that you can print out and play. So it has like all different kinds of stuff. Um, Cody, did you want to talk about the one you played? What was the name of the one I played? Uh, Magical Mystery Cure? Yeah, that. Um, So you're like two girls living in a cabin and one of them eats a thing (laughs) this game was very interesting now one is like a wizard and she was making a potion and it got on like a picnic and the girl ate it and shouldn't have so she gets weird stuff on her face 
and then you have to try to make a cure. And sometimes you can't make the cure, and then you go to a party, and the moral of the story is people love you for who you are, so you don't have to pretend who you be something you're not. You didn't get her cured? Fuck no. Like, I clicked the wrong things, apparently. Apparently well, strawberries just... and whatever the other thing was was not the answer. But you just kept going until you got it right, because, like, you would make a potion. You know, let me do it once. Are... Like, it was, like, I did it once. And... Oh, you screwed something up, because I did it, like, 20 times, because every time you'd make a potion, oh. it would, like, fix one thing but break something else, and then you had to, like, keep doing it and trying new things. Did uh, it okay. once, and then it was like... All right, well, it's all right. We'll figure it out later. And then they went to the party. <laughs> oh, well, hey, that's a good moral to the story then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody has their own experience with these games, apparently. Some of, <clears throat> sorry, some of them are a little rough. I had a couple that I played that I got to little points where I was like, I couldn't get past something. It seemed like there was just like a glitch in the game that wouldn't let you progress. But I mean, when you do a game jam, that's like making a really fast game, sometimes you're going to hit issues. Um, there were some other ones that I wanted to play, but like I downloaded them and then I went to install them and my computer was like, this isn't trusted. I don't know if you should do this. Do you really want to do this? And I was like, well, no, I guess I don't. Got to live on the edge, Sam. Now you never know. I mean, I, I, I don't want to, I mean, computers are going to get issues regardless. I don't want to, and I'm sure these games were fine. But I was just like, I was being extra cautious. I'm like, no, I don't want to take any chances, computer. I will I will not play this game. Sorry. All right. So, but uh, a lot of the games are, you can play them just in your web browser. So you don't even have to download anything. So you can go check those out. I'll put a link in the show notes. <clears throat> but it's a fun place to just the game jam to find games. And then just their their Tumblr page has like all kinds of queer games just for if you're looking for something fun to play. Um, and then recently I found this girl on Twitter. She's at INT Chloe Spencer. And she does this YouTube series called One Game, One Minute. And she just like takes a minute and reviews uh, an indie game. That's so you can just like see if you want to play it. So this month she's been doing... Um, games with either queer representation or queer creators. And so the she's done one called Arcade Spirits, which you get to run an arcade, which I guess it's kind of like a, maybe I guess like a sim where like you have to do business stuff and plan like how to run your arcade. But then I think there's also flirting in that one. Uh, there's one called As We Know It, which this seems kind of like a, like if you were in Fallout in the shelf, in the vault, living there because like you're in this vault and there's stuff going on but then you can romance people in there as well there might be some creepy bad guys unclear um i think that one is a kickstarter that you can just play a demo for right now and then the one that she just released today is called yearning a gay story and it's a story about coming out so you're in college going through trying to manage like your friendships and your relationships and doing stuff and that one sounds pretty cool because like if you are not a queer person and have never had to deal with coming out. Like it's always neat to try to get that experience to someone because you know, it's, it's weird. It's uh, it can be really scary even when you know that it shouldn't be and that everything's going to be fine. So it's just one of those things. So games that try to convey that experience are pretty cool. So those are some things you can check out. Um, all right. 
So, that's all for, like, game stuff. We're going to take a quick little segue over into esports, where um, Overwatch League has also been celebrating Pride Month. Um, I think I mentioned previously they had a Pride Day in the studio where, like, everybody had their rainbow stuff. It was really cool. Um, I noticed last week that there were some teams that on Twitter they had converted their logo to a rainbow logo, which I thought was really cool. Um, so I just want to call them out because these are the teams that went above and beyond in supporting uh, Pride Month. So it was LA Valiant, Houston Outlaws, Philadelphia Fusion, San Francisco Shock, and the Florida Mayhem. And LA Valiant gets a little extra call out also because on the day that they had the stage four finals, um, they were actually wearing jerseys that had a rainbow logo on them. So they got special jerseys made for it, which was really cool. And I think as I was telling you, Cody, um, that might have been the little extra special push that they needed to go ahead and win the stage four championship. Because, I mean, they had the gays supporting them. So um, it was pretty cool. Do you want to talk about the championship semifinals and finals? Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this because fuck New York XL. They lost. <laughs> they deserve it. Yes. Fucking assholes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all was... I gotta say. <laughs> Seriously, that's what you were gonna say? Yeah. Okay. Good job, Ellie Valiant. Proud of you. I knew I was I was supporting the best team, and yes. they beat NYXL. So. All right. Um, now if they can do it again, I'll be happy. You know, I I would say those are strong feelings to New York XL. They're just you know a good team trying their best out there. So you know, maybe don't. I mean, if you. If you live in the L.A. area and you're proficient in stabbing out tires no. before people are in the car, message me on Twitter. We can talk about something. Okay. Okay. Let's not be assholes to the New York Excel because I'm about to give a real quick lecture about somebody else who's been an asshole and that I did not approve of. Oh. Okay. Yeah, good point. So, okay. I'm so jesting. I'm being... I'm messing around. I, <laughs> New York XL is a great team. They They're are just not my people. team. So. We just, you know, we root yes. for somebody else. It's fine. Sable B has a wonderful wife, apparently. Oh my god, he is the cutest dog also. Have you seen his dog? I have not seen his dog. I don't know what kind it is, but it's real cute. It's kind of, not really fox-like, but it's like just like kind of like a real light brown. And it's got lots of fur on its face, which is like every dog ever. I don't know what I'm saying, but it's real cute. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. But it's fine. Fur and on like, its face, yeah. I like Pine. He seems sweet. So just like, you know, everybody is a person and they're doing their best. So let's try to be polite is what I would say. And that is what I would also say to Kotaku, who wrote an article Sunday night, which I didn't write down the headline, obviously, because I'm a responsible podcaster. Um, but it was like something about Overwatch League finishes season 0-40, to 40, possibly shittiest team in the history of the world. And like that, I'm not exaggerating, they said shittiest team in the history of the world in the title of their article. And I was just like, why would you do that? And I mean, yeah. Cody says obviously they did it because they want clicks. Um, mm -hmm. But like... I think of Kotaku as a responsible professional news site. Um, and like, 
you shouldn't just call someone the shittiest team. Like, you shouldn't use the word shittiest in a headline, period. And then it's just, like, so aggressive and insulting. And I'm like, what? It just, it just upset me. It blew my mind. I'm like, why would you do that? Why... You know, there's enough negativity in the world. Why can't we just be nice to each other? I mean, they do have the worst record in the league, obviously. Perhaps they have the worst record in all of esports. I don't know. Um, but they are people, and they are trying their best, and they are really good players. Um, it's just, you know, something is not working there, and they're not getting wins. Um, but really, to insult somebody like that is just, it's just a low blow. I don't, I don't know. I think the important thing to take away from this is that this person who wrote this headline and wrote this article is probably really upset that they're not getting paid what Shanghai Dragons is getting paid. Yeah. And so they're taking it out on them. Um, and I would yeah, say I think it's a very bad headline. Like when I read it to you, I was like, yeah, I can't believe this got past somebody who yeah. was approving these articles. Like, good God, that's crazy to me. Um, it, it just comes off very like unprofessional. Like yeah. you could write about a team being like you could have wrote like Shanghai Dragons may have gone zero and forty, but they're hopeful for the next season. And like that kind of is a better headline in my opinion. And like if you want to be like, yeah, they did pretty bad. Like just technically the worst record in sports history. Like that's fine to talk about, but like don't come so aggressive with it. Like it's just not. But, I mean, even if they had said, you know, here's the team with the worst uh, worst record in the league, you know, yeah. it would be a true statement, and it wouldn't be just, like, such an asshole statement to make. Um, and, like, it would be one thing if, like, all these video game websites are posting this. No, yeah. just Kotaku. No, yeah. Just, no one else chose to write about it except for Kotaku for some reason. Like, this dude got really upset yeah. and wrote an article about it. Like, it makes no sense. And, and like yeah, like like you said, I really respect what Kotaku writes. Like Jason yeah. Schreier is like a very well informed uh writer and like just see this I was just kinda like, oh come on man, like the fuck. Just be better than that, you know? Um I I admit I'm I'm one of those cranky old ladies, so I did send an email to Kotaku, which it was hard to find an email address, but I found one that's tips at kotaku.com, and I sent them an email, and I told them I was disappointed in them in this headline, and that I didn't approve of it, and I did not get a response yet, so probably never will, but I just, you know, and here's the thing, um, I didn't, I never clicked through to read the article, because like you had said, you know, they're just doing this to get clicks. So like, I didn't want to give them the satisfaction of a click. I didn't want to reward that. So who knows what he said in that article? Maybe it was a really good article, but I'm never going to know because I didn't read it. So, you know, just, just a reminder, like, be nice to people. Like there's, it's, it's not hard to be nice. Um, don't be a dick. That's really all there is to it. Please. That would make me very happy. The world has enough bad stuff and negativity. Uh, just be decent to each other. That's all I ask. So, all right. Agreed. So, that was a downer. Let's just go ahead and get one more downer out of the way. Cody, 
do you want to share the bad news with us? Yeah. Um, so I kind of avoid talking about this just because it bothers me. So, um, so there is a person who worked on the original Friday the 13th movie named Victor Miller. And uh, apparently he took a deal on the first movie that he would just get paid for that movie. And at that time that they made it, they didn't realize how big it would be and that they would start a franchise that would span across years. So it's been 35 years, and that contract said that after 35 years, you can uh, file a claim that you think you deserve more money. So that is what Victor Miller has done. And in the process of doing this, it has caused uh, New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers and all that to have to halt production on anything related to Friday 13th. So there was a Friday 13th movie that was planned to start filming this year, I believe, either this year or next, and that stopped. And I don't think anybody really expected the video game to get hit with this, but a couple weeks ago they announced that, hey, we cannot produce and publish any more content, that they will just keep running the servers and like they'll try to fix like bugs and stuff, but they cannot put out new stuff. So like... Jason X and the map based on Jason X's movie was pretty much almost finished and now it can't get published. Um, like, they're not permitted. And so everyone was kind of like, oh, but like, you know, it's okay. Like, once this lawsuit's done, they'll just go back to doing it. And they came out and they made a post and like, no, we can't do that. Like, we can't, we can't use assets in the hope that one day we'll make money back from those assets. Like, we're... Can't, that's not how like developing video games work so like Friday the 13th the game's kind of done getting new stuff which sucks like we got the big last big update with the single player challenges but I don't know that just really sucks and like fans aren't happy and like they're blaming Gun and Elphonic and it's like okay like bring it down like these people obviously care about this game and they're probably just as upset as you guys are so yeah uh, and I I respect where Victor Miller is coming from. Like he obviously is inclined to some money because he helped create the idea of Friday Thirteenth. Um, it just sucks that it's come to this because this is a game that I've made so many friends through, and like obviously, the game's still up. Yeah. It's just we're not getting any new content, and like you know, I play a game for so long, do the same thing over and over and over again before it kind of gets stale eventually. I don't think that's going to happen to me for this game because I, like, I love playing this game. Yeah. Um, it just... It sucks. I feel for the developers because they had a, they cared about the same. Like, they wanted to make a game inspired by Friday the 13th and then got approached by the people for Friday the 13th and were like, why don't you just make a Friday the 13th game? Yeah. So these people were very passionate about this. They worked with Kane Hodder. They worked with Tom Savini. Like, all these like icons for Friday the 13th. And it just sucks to see that, like, all that hard work is now going to go to nothing and, like, they have to stop production. And, I mean, you never know. Like, maybe they could make a second game. <laughs> Friday 13th the game, part two. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's it's a bummer. Um, so I'm going to keep playing the game, though. So, but yeah. I owe a lot to it. It having my first tattoo so yeah i love that game so yeah I it feel, will i feel really bad for it um it's like it's just like why can't they just work something out you know 
Like, yeah. Maybe. I mean, even if it was just like, I don't know how money works in business things, but I mean, if you like agreed to give him like a small percentage of stuff from the video game, like maybe that would make him happy and you could just like keep doing stuff. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know that they can't just sit on hold. They have to move on and do something else or else they're never going to make any money, Um, which is why, yeah. you know, it's probably not going to get new stuff even if the lawsuit eventually resolves. But like, I mean, maybe, you know, it's still early. Maybe there's still a chance that something could get resolved and they could get something worked out. We don't know. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the world. Um, But we can remain optimistic and... We can love it for what it is while we have it. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, feel yeah, I don't think like they'll turn servers off anytime soon. Like I think yeah. they'll keep those on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, right now on Steam, it's half off, Ooh. and I heard that game plays really well on the computer. So yeah, check it out. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's let's try to get a little bit back up before we end the show. We've got one other news story that I liked that made me real happy because it's just like a a fun little thing. So just yesterday, I think, um, this new ad came out for Minecraft and it's, it's this survive together thing because it's Xbox and Nintendo combined together to do this ad campaign where because they've got Minecraft crossplay between the two platforms and they're just like, hey, we're best buds now. We're getting along with this. This is fine. You want to play together? Play together. And they're like fully leaning into it and embracing it. So, I mean, they've got like a video ad where they've got both of them together and then they've got just stuff on Twitter where like they just had a real simple screen where it was like green on one side with the Xbox logo and red on the other with Nintendo and it just said survive together and it's just really cool and I like that somebody's getting along somebody's doing the right thing you're making all your players happy which is very important um I don't think we've talked about the fact that Sony won't let you do the crossplay. No, and somebody, because somebody made a mock tweet, and it's just the Sony blue with the PlayStation logo, and it says "Survive Alone" because yeah. <laughs> you can't play together. Uh, so yeah, Nintendo and Xbox are throwing some major shade at PlayStation because yes. PlayStation refuses to allow crossplay to be a thing, and like multiple games have come out and been like, "Yeah, like the second that Sony says we can do it, we can flip a switch and." It work so yeah so now you can play minecraft fortnite and rocket league across pc switch and xbox so yeah. like it's that's really, really cool. cool it's fantastic oh. and supposedly this is just the beginning we could see yeah. some other crossover stuff from what i've been hearing so well and like good for them because just like lean into this and do the right thing and make people happy because like they're getting so much goodwill among fans and people are so pissed at Sony right now that I mean, you know, Sony still has the exclusive, so people are still gonna go there to play it. But if if there are people who have multiple consoles, like if they're gonna do multiplayer stuff, like they might start migrating to the other platforms where it's more friendly for crossplay. Um so I mean Sony's kinda shooting themselves in the foot there. I don't know. If they're going to stick with it, if they'll eventually cave, there's no telling what's going to happen, but it's exciting times right now. 
and it makes me happy anytime someone just like <laughs> gives somebody else shit for something in a nice way like i'm like yeah good for you <laughs> I, I love my playstation but yeah if they're gonna stick it to playstation go ahead and do that that's all right so good on them so yeah <laughs> all right um that is all i think we've talked plenty long because i i really need to go to the bathroom so we must have been going for a long time <laughs> um so just a reminder friday june 29th 8 p.m central we're gonna have our trials fusion community game night so come and play with us we'd love to have you we can have eight players total in that game and if you can't make it we'll be live streaming it over at twitch.tv slash games so if you can't oh. be there to play you can be there to watch that's fine too also if you can't be there to play but you still want to play trials fusion with somebody sometime just go ahead and message me privately and i'll play with you because i really like that <laughs> game i can't stop playing um so i if you want to reach out to us um you can email us at contact at geekartgames.com twitter and facebook are at geekartgames we've got our videos over at geekartgames.com slash youtube so we've got the latest episode of Two Guardians, Anna Bray, and The Hive that's gone up. And we're getting close to the finale. I think there's only two more episodes because Warmind's a real short DLC. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, we've got the live streams over at twitch.tv slash geekartgames. You can join our Discord. That's at geekartgames.com slash Discord. And, I mean, if you join, I will try not to abuse my power and demand that you vote in polls um, on Twitter. Unless it's something really important. So, I'll try I'll try not to abuse it. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, yeah, you can get uh, Geek Heart Games shirts at geekartgames.com slash shirts. Um, and a little shout-out to Aleandro, because... He, hold on, what? No. Is it shirt or shirts? Because you just said shirts, and last week you gave me shit. I did. If you read the show notes last week, I would. I had my correction statement. I don't remember which one is the real one, but now both of them work. You can do Geekart Games okay. dash shirt or Geekart Games dash shirts. Because who the fuck remembers? <laughs> both of them work. Um, Alejandro knows that they work because he, the great guy that he is ordered a shirt for his dog Barley because Barley loves the show so much, which I just thought that was amazing. So good for you, Alejandro. I don't I don't think he really bought the shirt for Barley. I think he bought it for himself, but he put it on Barley as a joke. Um, no, I don't think so because, I mean, Barley was wearing the shirt and I know that Barley really likes the show. So I don't know why Alejandro would buy one for himself. Okay. Um, all right, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just go with that then. Let's just go with that. Okay. Um, if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K, Cody. I am at Kyle Cody, and we have an article up on the website at geekartgames.com. It's called, uh, E3 Use Pickpocket. It's super effective out of my wallet. Uh, it's about games I'm excited for over the next year and how E3 is going to really hit my wallet hard because of all the games that got announced. <laughs> Yes. So definitely, um, if if y'all can, uh, read it and let me know what you think. Yeah. So, um, so I think that's gonna wrap things up. Thank you for sticking with us. We've had a really wonderful 
month of pride. I'm glad we got to talk about all of our favorite queer games. Um, I just want to say, Cody, I appreciate you. You've always been very loving and supportive of me, and you've always made me feel great and welcome. So thank you for that, sir. You're welcome. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> All right. On that note, Cody, take it away. We're just two geeks who are games. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, now's probably a good time to tell you that when I was going to vote for going home, my Don't. finger slipped. Don't. And hit a night in the woods. <laughs> I had a full intention of voting for going home, but. Hey, you know what? We won at fifty-five percent, so it doesn't even matter. Wasn't even close. So. Twitter really needs to let you revote in polls, because that was damn bullshit. I like accidentally, I was, like, was trying to like <laughs> scroll up. And I clicked it, and I was like, "Oh, Sam's gonna murder me if they win." I would have but. if they did, but it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. I I forgive it. So. <laughs>